Yo, 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 what it do? It is RB22, accompanied by San Antonio, Harry, and we got Sam out of Houston. Can't see him because, you know, he's invisible. Uh, invisible. He's Casper, but just like uh, Houston fans. Nah, just kidding. It was the, They were there this Just like man. Juicy. Ooh, oh. there we go. All right. Nice. How well, you I don't think Garusi's the issue, so I think that's a little bit unfair. Let Let's go center back. Let's go with Rigoni. Yeah, we we we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Harry, how how are you doing, bro? How how are things? Uh, you did the show yesterday. You got my Taylor Ducks making it to the final. So, well, we got them pretty cool going to the state finals in Georgetown. So if they do make it, you know, uh, you can uh, pay your arm and leg to UIL, uh, you know, to go watch them. Uh, they'll probably lose to Bernie because uh, Bernie is the two-time defending uh, 4A champions uh, for boys uh, looking to make it three. But, yeah, you know, if you uh, like follow high school soccer uh, yesterday, um, me uh, with SA Soccer Roundtable, um, which is my other show that, that I do, uh, uh, you know, high school San Antonio and just uh, um, San Antonio soccer all together. Um we went through and picked all the UIL matches from 4A girls, boys, uh, all the way up to 6A boys, girls, uh, broke it up into six different uh, shows. Uh, so I do apologize. We got off to an hour later uh, than, than anticipated, had some technical issues on the girls' side, and then it worked out for the 4A girls. And so um, last night's show didn't happen because of me. Um, and like I said, I didn't get home till. Uh, till late you know 10 o'clock and and so i do apologize i know you guys were all waiting for me to do that so all your fault harry come on now but it's all right it's all right we got we got patient we got patient fans with text ring of fire <laughs> sam how are you doing bro uh you're coming off of your first win of the season congratulations how, how are you it doing good. bro it feels good uh feel like houston was back for a little bit We've been having that. We've been coming in and out of this like atmosphere where we bring people back and then we lose four games straight, have a some hope, and then we lose four straight or coach get fired or something unfortunate happens or something reshuffles. So it's good to feel like we're in some sort of stable state. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like it for sure. We we will get into uh, Houston and Austin, but. We got to do the run me down of Austin FC lately. It's been the day been pretty was poor. It the man. days of our lives uh, with with uh, with Austin. It's so, been some pretty. Before we get into that, and and, and Sam, maybe you can kind of reflect on this. Like Austin, it seems like there's drama like a soap opera. Um, I know Houston. The New England game, they played like trash. I don't think any, you know, if you follow Houston at all, nobody was happy about the result. Um, and compared to past years, are you seeing some of that same drama? Or you think just because of the turnover, everything's kind of new, new ownership, new coach? Um, I think the GM's new as well. Um, you know, Hector Herrera's came in. 
you know, is this kind of like a, a little bit of a honeymoon period before the drama hits Houston again? Or, you know, or is is the drama just, you know, with, with Austin because of Wolf and, and Reyna and, and, you know, center backs that, that are fit but not fit, you know, type situations? Yeah, so, I mean, for at least the Dynamo, I know that in the past, I think it was more – uh, the club being unstable, that brought more drama than anything. It was more drama aimed at the FO and their decisions um, with players and just just their decisions in general. And I feel like Austin's is more just a divide. It feels like there's there's so many people pointing so many different ways and they want the club to go in different directions. And there's it doesn't feel like there's three people that agree on the same thing. That agree, there's people who are wolf out. Well, are we going to need to start? Um, and then one GOC to be an MVP. And and yeah, you want that from your players, but and you want whatever's like the best for your coach and just for the club. But it seems like there's like a culture divide. And I mean, there's been drama. You had that drama with um, Romagna, uh, with Wolf kind of just putting blame on players. I think he put some blame on. Fagundes after the Violette match. So I think it's just, I think it's down to what does Austin want to do? And right now it seems like they're kind of just dancing around with different ideas and it seems like the fans are doing the same thing. And so I think it starts with the FO and you see them not making a direct decision again with uh, like Claudia Reina that kind of just pushed them into the back. So I think it all starts in the FO and having to make an actual concrete decision. And that goes back to what I was saying about Houston. A lot of people were mad about uh, about what the FO does. And it's a lot of this decision about the front office that bring fans apart and that bring fans away from the club. And so I think if Austin wants to stop drama, or even if they just want to cool it down, it has to start from the front office. There's nothing fans can do. It's more just the front office has to take a decision and make one. There's no, like, one that's just for sure. There's no going back on it, whether it's Firewolf bringing some, maybe a coach that they believe is more of a locker room guy, or if it's just looking more into players before you sign them. And I don't know the exact uh, situations because I don't follow, like, personally, but I know that Fagundes got a new extension. He hasn't played in two matches, I believe. So, well, he played, but he hasn't been, like, top-notch. And I think people are saying that after that, it's like the Fagundes will leave. And then you saw that Romania drama about him leaving. So, clearly, there's some disconnect. But I think it all goes back to the front office, and they have to make a decision there. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I feel you, but I mean, the question was kind of towards Houston. But... Um... You know, we got to turn it into Austin for sure. No, but seriously, uh, do you think, you know, is, I guess moving forward with Houston, you know, do you think that everything over there is kind of going smooth, like behind the scenes and all that before, I guess, like Harry said, before we do get into Austin, that way you can answer that question a little bit. <laughs> no, no, it's going, it's going smooth. There's, there's, there was those questions about, um, oh, Olsen and about his signing and it felt like Pat was bringing in just some of his buddies but I think that all got like sorted it all kind of got sorted out I think people were just uh, 
Dynamo fans are always used to having to complain about something we're not used to, like front office. I'm not saying Palinson knows exactly what he's doing. I'm not saying he does. He know he doesn't know exactly what he's doing, but we're not used to people making sensible decisions that probably make sense. So we look into something more than we probably should. And so when, like for example, when Ben Olsen was signed, uh, a lot of people turned questions saying there are better options. Like, of course, those options coming out that apparently we had Tata Martino on our list, whether he would have came or not is a different story. But you had stories going back all the way to the um, the first hire. And you said, and I think it was Vucetic, one of the winning lists, win, winningest Liga Mexican managers uh, applied for the job and showed his interest. And apparently he didn't even make it to the final round. So I think there's a lot of questions about um, what the front office is doing, but I think it's more than what we've known. And I think it's stable and I think it's going in a smooth way, but there's still a lot of questions you still have. I talked about it a little bit on Twitter that um, basically that the club, it seems like they have this direction of promoting uh, Dynamo 2 players. They want to have that as pipeline. And then they bring in this news of uh, Eric Sviatchenko signing with the Dynamo for, he's a 31-year-old. And it's, we recently signed um, the defender, Michael, who spent the, uh, the season with Dynamo 2. And it pushes him down back to Dynamo 2. So now there's a situation where it's, the club said they want to go one way, but it, it hasn't really looked like that's what they've been doing. Beto Avila, who they promoted to the first team last season, is with Dynamo 2 again. He hasn't got an opportunity this season. He had one in preseason, but no opportunities so far for any real Dynamo 2 players, like true Dynamo 2 players or even homegrown. So now there's, I just mean, I think this is a question that every single club is going to have, but it's, is the direction that the club is putting out what they're really trying to do. But I think that's something that comes with time, especially with the new organization. But no, I think it's, I think it's going smooth despite so many questions being out there. I'm I'm going to push back a little bit on you, uh, Eric, or uh, probably uh, Sam, um, on the signing of, of Eric. How many times in, in just in general have fan, MLS fans in, in Texas and just MLS overall wished that Houston would bring in a, a named player? And by all reports, um, this Eric uh, Savage Echo, you know, who played with, with FC uh, Midland, 110 yeah, appearances so. with them, um, you know, according, you know, according to a tweet by Glenn Davis, you know, for a transfer fee of over a million dollars, you know, per uh, Danish papers, you know, he's played with Celtic, you know, he's played with the clubs. To me, that's a signing, you know, as somebody that, you know, follows all of the, the, the MLS teams, that's a signing that kind of excites me to where, number one, it, it's most likely going to stabilize the, the defense of, of Houston uh, for that here, which, you know, you know, Austin would love to have that. And we'll talk to Austin because they're bringing a center back in as well, but it's a different quality uh, of center back that they're bringing in. To me, I actually like this move. I understand that they're trying to play the kids, but you Houston's got to have a better year than, than they had last year. And, and that's where I think bringing in somebody like this, you know, can kind of help build that. To me, it's not only building that foundation, 
but build, building a winning mentality, uh, you know, in, in the organization and have strong leadership, you know, you know, just kind of, you know, doing some research, you know, you know, this Eric gentleman, you know, center back is a captain and, and a leader, you know, on his teams over in Europe. So if, if I'm a Dynamo fan, I'm kind of excited, you know, for this. Now the question is, is how long it takes for him to get here? How, you know, how long does it take for him to get, uh, you know, adjusted to the heat and along those lines that, but, you know, for, you know, for, you know, for the signing here, uh, I'm excited. And then, you know, to kind of bring it back to the game, uh, a 2-0 win home opener in front of a good crowd uh, for that here. Uh, Houston turned out well, uh, the surge, the supporter groups, El, Bat- El, Bat- uh, El Battalion, uh, Battalion, uh, Battalion, I think it is. Um, and I'm sorry if I mis- uh, misquoted. Um, had a good turnout. Austin traveled well. Um, so as a neutral, you know, who watched, who watched the game uh, on the TV, it looked like a fun atmosphere. Um, you know, four later here, it was a tight game until what the, you know, what the, I think the PK was the first one that was scored, right? Um, yeah. The PK that was the first one that w- was scored. Um, and then of course, Houston got, uh, got one late. Um, we'll start with you, Sam, your thoughts from a uh, Houston aspect of, you know, kind of on the game, you know, atmosphere. If you were, if you were at the game, um, you know, just just the environment. Uh, in was the environment different this year than, than in previous years? Yeah. So, uh, like you said earlier, I mean, like I said earlier, I was at the game. Um, I think one of the things I mentioned already is that it, the Dynamo feels like they still have hope, and I think whether it's because it's a home opener against a team that. Houston fans, most Houston fans will go against or whether it's just home open night or just or whatever the reason people may come up with, it does feel like uh the Dynamo back on track. That um the game, um the, the atmosphere was good. I think for the first fifteen minutes it took a little bit getting used to and I think that was because the sun was still out and there was there was some winds coming in. But after I would say like the 20th minute of uh, the stadium was probably like at its fullest capacity. And through those 20 and 45th minutes is kind of when Austin kind of dominated that game. And that's when I started to get a little bit worried um, through like the first, first, like first minute, 20th minute, I thought uh, we were doing fine. But after that, we started chasing the ball. It felt like Austin had full control. And I feel like they had a couple of missed chances there. You had a Ruthie who hit the crossbar. And then mm-hmm. you had, I think, Rigoni, who probably should have done better with one or two chances. Um, but uh, the second half is when we turned it on. We didn't make any changes, and that's when it kind of got more electric. Uh, I think I think the culture change was it felt like the Dynamo were bringing the pressure rather than like we saw maybe in – I was at the game in Cincinnati, went all the way to Cincinnati, and it felt like the Dynamo were more – this is a complaint I've always had about the Dynamo, but it feels like they play down to or play up to whoever's level, but they don't try to play over. It feels like it feels like they're settling. So I think uh, Austin was one of those games where it felt like the first, like, 20 minutes, it didn't look like we were doing that. But after that, I started doing that, and I started to get worried. But that's where I talk about the hope coming back in. It's in the second half. It looked like a different team. And it looked like a team with actual motivation. And I think it was around like in the 72nd minutes where we got that uh, penalty call on Adam Lundqvist, our sleeper agent. Uh, and then 
uh, Bassi got his first goal and his first similar start. So there's that. You already have he's off to a good start. He played versus New England. He wasn't able to do much. And going back to what you actually kind of said about New England, it was, it was one of those dead performances where people were just disappointed. But I'll move on. Um, and then Achache came in with scoring his first MLS goal to kind of quiet everyone, quiet all those people who were criticizing him. But I think uh, going forward at the end of the 90, I was happy with the result. And I, I think it was a good way, it's a good way to lead into the game going into New York City FC, especially with, I believe Coco will, will be missing. So uh, with the midfield being like key to our offense, them showing up in the home opener especially was good. I'll go back to what you were saying about Eric's Vyachenko. Uh, so the report came out that's going to be around 1.4 million. And I know you're saying like, I'm not mad at the signing. I, I, I'm welcoming the signing. I have no problem with it. I think the only question I have is, where does that push the club's direction is they came out and added the new club. I think it was like in the MPSL. I'm not too sure. I didn't look too much into it, but it's they all, all off season. They talk about creating this pipeline. But that takes time pipeline. though. Uh, you know, cause I'm real familiar with, with, with Houston, you know, with the RGV. And then I think it was Brazo County that was kind of underneath them at the time. Um, yeah. And, you know, the RGV relationship, that was a disaster on, on both sides. Um, yeah. You talk with Edson from, from down there. You talk with uh, most of the people in Houston. Nobody was happy about it. So I think having Dynamo 2 uh, for that here, and, and they get to play Austin FC tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. Um, RB will probably be out there, uh, you know, you know, cheering on, uh, on, the te- uh, on the team. Oh, yeah, you know it. First game. First game for us, so it's inaugural. So you know to do to bring that back, but against going a good Houston Dynamo two team, so it'll be interesting. Uh, former SAFC player Leo Torres. Um, for me, I'm kind of interested to see how he'll uh, get uh, time with uh, if he'll get time with Austin FC uh, if he's a starter or a role player, kind of along those lines. Uh, so a lot, lot to look forward to as far as uh, you know uh, MLS next pro. Moving to you. Moving to you, uh, RB. Close the door, AJ. Uh, moving to you. Um, stupid son. Um, it's ten o'clock at night. Um, from the Austin aspect. That's why. That's why I give my kids uh, melatonin. I'm like, hey, <laughs> on on show nights they take melatonin, bro. They're out. But yeah. Um, the Houston Dynamo, they hosted Austin FC this past weekend. You know, obviously, if you don't know, there are a few people that, you know, they kind of just catch up with Austin FC through the show instead of, you know, watching the the games or anything. Nothing so, wrong with that. Nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with that. that at all. Nothing wrong with it. But but it's it's just the way it is. So Houston Dynamo hosted Austin FC. Uh, I'm just going to run down the, the lineup real quick. You know, uh, for Houston, we had Clark, Steris, Bartlow. Hadibi, Schmidt, Karaskia, Arthur, Herrera, Franco, Bassi, and Baird. Uh, Baird starting in the starting lineup over uh, Ferreira. That was kind of the <clears> – <throat> was that expected, Sam, or was that just uh, kind of a curveball? I, I would say all of it. It's 
there's been three changes now, including the bear change at number nine, and Sebas just hasn't been performing. So that was a question going into the match, especially with him uh, subbing in in like the 62nd minute in New England and not doing much. There was a question there, but I think people expected Sebas to start. I expected Sebas to start, and I was personally not happy that Baird started, but it didn't really make a change, uh, I felt. Yeah, 10-4. And uh, we had for Austin, Stuver, Kolmanich, Weissenden, Ring, Gallagher, Valencia over Wolf, uh, Pereira, Fagundes, Driussi, Rigoni, and Uruti over Zardes. Um, Uruti kind of expected. I think that's kind of one of those things where he has that uh, knowledge of Houston and maybe can find pockets a little better in space just because he has experience playing with that team. Uh, not afraid to take shots on him. He's done it in training. So just kind of one of those things, feeling comfortable playing against that team. And then, But the Valencia, that kind of uh, threw me off. Uh, first half, we run it 0-0 by halftime. And Austin FC did start off pretty good first 20 minutes, like Sam noted. I was hopeful, very hopeful that we were going to get one, get maybe two. There's a few opportunities for both teams. So both teams were playing good in the first half. Opportunities were coming, just, you know, no one capitalized. 0-0 halftime, uh, we came out, just looked a little bit more flat uh, the second half. and uh, Not a little Houston, bit more, a lot flat. Yeah, I mean, we yeah, but compared – anyways, uh, Houston, they they looked well. They were, they were completing – the passing, their you know their link up play was there for this match, the second half. So, uh, kudos to Houston. They get a goal um, off of a penalty. It comes off of uh, I guess what what was it like the inside? Uh, what was it, like somebody's hand? I can't I can't remember exactly. Lundqvist. I think it came off Lundqvist, right? Who who had just signed? Oh the, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's the side of the signed yeah, from Houston. Because I was even like, man, I thought about you, Sam. I was like, this, Sleeper this guy. He, Sleeper agent. Yeah, he they 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 claim that that they sell us their players for that reason, so that they you know they can make us look bad and and do. But anyways, uh, yeah, exactly. Yep, against LA. So uh, Bassi, he gets his first. Uh, ML, is that his first MLS goal, right? Yeah, first MLS goal. First MLS goal. First goal with Houston. Uh, one up off a of penalty, and then uh, Hector Herrera también. He also he gets his uh, first MLS goal. About time, but you know it was well well played through uh, Hector Herrera. He he played that ball well, and uh, just finished that ball, dude. You know, and, and uh, had his supper in front of him and, and ate it, dude. So. Congratulations to Houston Dynamo. Uh, my my takeaways are just we got to get Ring out of that center back position, dude. Like, I think Ring not playing his normal position is hurting us. Um, we we need who well, to play to his normal position though. That's the question. Because yeah, I, yes, you yes, think he I, would? Yes, he didn't at the start of the season. I know mean, we're three I, games I, in. So. And I, yeah, exactly. And I, and I understand that, but I think he would. I, I think. Uh, Wolf is a great player. I mean, don't get me wrong, dude. He he has been playing really well in that position. You can make Great's the faces a little you strong. want. Great's a little strong. Okay. Well, he played well. He's been playing well to me. You know, the, the way he can, uh, I guess, make himself present in the midfield, I like it. 
and he's a dog. He's a little dog, man. So, uh, you guys, I mean, he's obviously getting call-ups for some reason. He's getting U20 call-ups with the U.S. Men's, uh, youth National Team or U.S. Youth National Team. So, um, that, that's good, dude. We got a new player. Um, I'm, I'm done with the Houston. I don't know if Sam wants to touch on the Houston game anymore, but I'm done with the Houston. You got anything else, Sam, for Houston? Hey, I, I just want to make this comment. If, if Austin would have won – RB would probably still be, you know, ranting and you know, ranting and hollering and saying, "No, blah 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 blah." But because he lost, oh, hey, we got to cut it short. You know, we're we're on a schedule. We don't got to we don't got to cut it short. I'll let him. I'll let him have his. I'll let him. I'll let him take time to think about what happened. We can talk about it next episode. We can talk about it every single episode until they beat us. I will say, <laughs> yeah, as I mean, far as for yeah, Copa Teos, as far as for Copa Teos for Austin FC. If they're gonna lose a match, this was the match to lose because it doesn't count for you know for Copa Tans. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't want to lose a game at all. I mean, who the hell wants to lose a game to Houston? You got bragging rights for what at least two months because we go back to you guys May twenty seventh. So that's my birthday weekend, y'all. So you already know about to act a fool. Me and my wife nice, are gonna ride the bus. Nice L for you. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Make sure you save up some uh, all your allowance money so you can have some money to pay for your bets. <laughs> already done. Well, are already you making done. the trip? Because I know this time you, know, I'm making you, the trip. you and the family were you know were on vacation for spring break. Yeah, rightfully so. Um, and hopefully, you and the family had a good vacation. So, dude, it man to touch on that real quick. It was freaking like 45 degrees, 50 degrees in Galveston, and windy as hell. So it was kind of awful. We're gonna have a birthday party next weekend for my for my daughter to make up for it. So uh anyways. Um yeah, so May twenty seventh, guys, that will be a Copa Tejas match in Houston. Uh make sure you join Los Verdes and you can get on the bus. Or I think I'm not sure if you need to join Los Verdes to buy those tickets, but you can get tickets and they're pretty cheap. They're like like forty bucks. You should join the... Los Verdes anyways. Yeah, they are a hell of an organization. It's like forty um, bucks, dude, and you get on the bus and oh, you get into the, the game. That's with bus. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you you're get... an Austin FC fan, but we'll just no. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> you can't wear orange. You can't wear orange, Sam. I don't know about that. So nah. th- there, there is, a, there is a former version uh, of of this show here who cannot ride the bus. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, but... I, I'm I'm valid. I'm valid. I'm good. So yeah, um, <clears throat> I want to get into our our new signing that we got. His name is. And I have questions. See. I have questions for you from uh, from it from here. That uh, I'll see if I can dig up the tweet um, from there because I think he raises a valid valid credit. Okay, for, so uh, Austin FC they announced that uh, they signed. See, I'm gonna try to pronounce his name. It's Alexander Radovanovich, Radovanovich, something like that. Some something along those lines. But he's, um, I guess he's a Serbian center back. He's six foot two. Um, he's 29 years old. We're still signing old guys. To me, I'm 29 years old. I'm old. I'm done. I'm washed. I would love to have 24, 25-year-old center back. But, you know, it is what it is. We only get him, though, on loan for three months. 
We get him until June 30th. So with an option, an option to buy, though, that's yeah, the key there's, thing. There's an option to buy, but I mean, loans go bad for them. Let, let's see how long it's going to take for him to get here. First of all, that's 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 the tweet. I forget who pointed that out because I guess you guys had a similar situation last year. Yeah, with Corroso, um, Washington Corroso. By oh, the time or, he got here, he but he he got here and he got hurt. And then he he had like an abdominal uh, surgery while he was here, and then by the time he finally healed, like he probably I don't even know how many minutes he played, but he didn't play much. He was a bust. But do you think he's already here? Because let, let's be hoping. honest, Austin FC needs 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 center backs mm-hmm. out of the Sunday League today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know you mentioned in preseason that you know that that you've got an eye on a center back. Austin FC needs him. <laughs> so just because uh, uh, rumors Kip Keller starting this weekend or? Yeah, I've, I've heard rumors. I've heard rumors that he's starting. Which uh, I, me- I messaged him. I'm, I'm I messaged him. I was like, hey, bro, let me get your jersey after the game. And he just like be on red. So, but he saw it. So maybe he'll come over and be like, here you go, RB22. I love your show, man. <laughs> What's wrong, uh, Harry? You still upset? That I'm excited. I'm excited for Kip. It's a game in Austin. I, I had actually planned on going to the game, but um, AJ's got a game in San Marcos, a game back here in town. SAFC plays, and of course, SAFC is always before any of the MLS teams. Uh, and then the following morning, we're, we're going to be going up to Killeen. Uh, so fun soccer life uh, for me. Um <sighs> They're playing Colorado, um, who's just tore up with injuries uh, as well right now. They, I think they lost Jack Price, I think, uh, for the year, uh, if I heard that correctly. And their leading goal scorer from last year's hurt. So if you're going to put Kip in to kind of start to rebuild that confidence, this is a match to be able to do that. Mildly concern. God forbid if he makes an error, is how the fan base of Austin FC is going gonna gonna react. And I'm, you know, I'm still backing I, I, him, man. Through it all. No, no, no. I know. I'm not saying him. you, but we saw social media after after the match. Um, we saw we you know, and, and I'm not calling out we are Austin TV because they do a great job and, and get a great fan perspective. But if you watch that show afterwards, nobody was happy with with Kip at all. <laughs> period. Um, uh, that show and, is so raw, bro. Like, which is fun, which content. is awesome to see. Yeah, uh, you know, so you've raw. been on there a couple of times, and, and um, it, it's yeah, awesome faded. to see. And, 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 like. And, and like I said here, to me, it's to me, it's a great, and they do such a, such a great a great job. Um, but to me, that is my only concern. Now, the 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 the, the best thing for Kip, it's been what two three weeks uh, since that here, so people's probably calmed like, down. Shit, it's been it feels like yeah, longer than weeks. that, but like three weeks, Early, three weeks into the season, um, yeah, or four good. weeks. No, this will be game four. Um, game so, five, yeah. So three weeks. Oh, is it? Nah. Oh, yeah, game five. Uh, so so it's been about a month. What we'll say. Um, to me, my we we know how short memories are with with fans. Is God forbid, and I don't think he'll do what he did against St. Louis, but God forbid he makes a mistake, gives up a goal. 
how to me how will Q two react? How, number one, one, number two, how will Coach Wolf react? Um, um, because he did mention that. Yeah, you know, okay, he's got to rebuild his trust. <laughs> <laughs> now he he may be hamstrung. I'm not sure Austin FC because this is an international break. Um, so I'm not sure if you guys are losing players or not losing players. Yeah, to we it. lost Bison uh, in. So, which he played with Finland today against Denmark. They lost three to one. So that that would be my concern. And like I'm all for Kip and like I said, here giving him the confidence to to uh, rebound. And you know, like I said, here I'm not an Austin FC fan, but I would love to see Kip turn in you know a great performance and you know you know uh, have you know you know not be a not be in a negative you know when it comes to the Austin FC Colorado Rapids match. Yeah. All right, well, I just want to catch everyone up to date on Austin FC. Uh, I think it's been since <clears throat> week one that we've – or no, we, we talked to 3-0, the 3-0, so it was Rouse Salt Lake. So we went to Rouse Salt Lake, and we beat them 2-1 to one in uh, Rouse Salt Lake. And then we come back home, try to do the, you know, the remontada, the comeback against Violette. And we got CONCACAF, man. You know, we we got beat fair and square first game and came back and just uh, could not could not finish our dinner. 35 shots, I believe, that for that match. You didn't get CONCACAF. You just couldn't finish. No, we got CONCACAF. Hmm. We got CONCACAF, bro. That's all right, Harry. That's why I got you. I got you to to sit here and, and argue with what I say. So, but we did get conquered. Well, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let you spill misinformation. Dude, we did. I won't we, say you're lying. But, but we did. But we did though, because we went. How over did there. you? You got conquered by your own players. No, we went over there and we played a match against a team that we thought that we could beat like nothing. Right. And we played a, a lineup. You got wolf. is what understand. you got. You got wolf. is what you got. Yeah. Well, you, you can call it what you, you get, want. Concacaf to me is want. where dogs on the pitch, shady, shady ref calling. Now there was some shithousery by 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 uh you know by the, the team from Haiti. Um, that was a Violetta. Uh, Violetta, you know, you know if they Violetta. got braved on, they went down. But Austin FC had every opportunity to win that match, and they just could not do it. And you know, well, that's the, what I'm saying is that is that you go and and you you lose three zero. Conquer, yeah, it is. is, it is no, it's not. Look, you lose three zero, you lose three zero, right? And you come back, and what do you have to do? You have to make three, right? You got to make four. You got to make three. Austin no, made all four. you got to do is make three, and you go to and you go to PKs. Okay, yes or no? Uh, probably yeah, but you go into a right. coin flip. That's what you're okay. deciding on. No, but then okay. So then, does it happen after 35 shots with all the shit like you say going on, and you don't think that's Concacaf? Like like no, you have you 35 you guys shots. Had every on. opportunity. Exactly. How many shots in the exactly. first half could you not exactly. hit on frame? My point. My point is that you you need the 3-0, and it's there. But it doesn't happen. Why? Because you get CONCACAF. But all right, all right. But on, on to the next. On to the next. So, so we don't make it through. Obviously, we win the game, which was, you know, 
Exactly, dude. I walked into a restaurant <laughs> in Galveston, and it was uh, Tauro, Tauro FC, and, and Leon playing against each other. And I was like, dude, like, whoever wins this game, that's who we would have been playing. Like, you know, how cool is that to just walk into somewhere, like, you know, and, and it's it's a international competition on the TV that people are watching, and that's the team that your club could have been playing, you know, and, and it's just like, dude, like, s- super embarrassing for us, bro, like, like big time. Like, I, so- I was embarrassed as a fan, like. Like just like damn, dude. Like we're yeah, obviously- you and Little Man. Um, we are uh, we are us on TV. We're we're we're, we're sad, and, and I think Little yeah, Man's bro. smoke more than you. But here <laughs> here here here's my question uh, to you. What is it with Wolf and these knockout competitions? Um, last year San Antonio FC. I thought he put out a decent lineup. So I don't think his lineup. I do think uh, San Antonio FC. Um, obviously proved they're a great team uh, by winning the title and, and, you know, very competitive and uh, took a referee's decision in Houston uh, to allow Houston to advance, but we won't uh, discuss that, Sam. Um, and then the, the mess, the mess down, you know, in, in the Dominican Republic, you know, uh, against uh, Violet, it's almost like, it's almost like he doesn't know how to manage in these games. I understand you want to do roster turnover, and I think I saw this is, what, five games in 15 days or something along those lines. You guys are playing two matches a week for, you know, uh, you know, four matches in 10 days. Uh, so I understand there has to be some roster turnover. To me, though, for the first round in the CONCACAF Champions League, and, and I'm speaking from this as, as, you know, a fan here in the U.S., if you're MLS, that should be a prime a prime competition that you're putting your focus on, especially where we're, we were, what, week two, week three in MLS competition. Um, so, you know, let's say let's say you rotate, you know, you lose to, to Real Salt Lake, but you advance forward. To me, number one, there's more money that's involved, you know, with the CCL. Uh, number two, you, you build up your brand even more. As you mentioned, how cool would it be? I think you're playing a team from Mexico. Uh, next mm. round, how cool would it have been to have a team from you know Liga MX come to Austin FC, uh, you know, for a CONCACAF Champions League and, and to head, head back down there? Because, from my understanding, there really wasn't the opportunity for uh, the Austin FC uh, supporter groups to really travel to the Dominican Republic, uh, really in, in full force to, to support, uh, you know, uh, you know, Austin FC just because of the wishy-washy of hey will this series even be played is austin getting a fourth you know getting in bands due to forfeit to me that that's i'm interested to see how how wolf manages these upcoming knockout stages and you know for austin fc fans is it just hey we're happy if we if we're competitive in the league or does he got to start putting out getting at least some results where you're not getting knocked out first round early stages of, of these knockout uh, tournaments. Yeah, no, I mean, I I couldn't tell you why the hell he does it. I mean, in a sense, it's almost like, like, do you really think Dreyusi is sitting there being like, hey, man, that's turf. I, I can't go play on that field. Like, like I'm putting my request in for, for this game because there's turf. You know what I mean? And it's just like, what are we going to do whenever we have a, a game in Seattle or, 
you know, the games that are, are played on turf, are we not going to play their UC or, you know, or, or what, what if we have to go to Seattle for a playoff game? You know, are we not going to play their UC? I mean, it's this, this, these are knockout games that you're playing and it's just, it really, it's a real head scratcher. Like, why aren't you playing these players? And you're worried about travel time, like five hours this way, five hours that way. Like, man, it, I, I get it. Like, trust me, I understand it. Like I, I get it as in like, trying to keep players healthy and not risking them and all that. But like you said, it's a, it's the CONCACAF Champions League. And it's not guaranteed that we're going to be in it next year at all or the following year or ever again for that matter. Like, when when do we know? We got lucky last year that we made it in because of the way things worked out. If it wasn't for uh, Montreal, you know, being the second Canadian team, then they would have they would have been in it. So... Just, I don't know, bro. I couldn't tell you what, what, what if he he doesn't learn to me from from the from the San Antonio game to this game. It's just gonna happen again, bro. I I don't think that he takes these cup games seriously for some reason. I, I don't know why he takes the MLS. He wants he wants to put all his marbles in the MLS. So yeah, I don't know, bro. I, I don't know, but we get Concacaf, like I was saying. And uh, not, nah, but RSL, you know, they, they beat us. I mean, we beat RSL. We beat Villette, and then we, we're out of the Champions League. We go to Houston, travel to Houston, travel well. Like Harry said, pretty proud of those guys, the way they traveled. Because um, all you could hear inside the stadium was uh, La Murga and Los Verdes. All right, so, bro, all right. Nah, you on TV. When I was sitting in the middle. Nah, on but TV, on TV, so. on TV, we you can always, hear them. Because we was we was attacking your side on the second second half. Nah, but uh, I, it, I re- it sounded good. I, I, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. But on TV, I maybe because I know my songs. You know, I I could hear your your songs here and there for sure. I will say but, this as a third party. I didn't know which supporter group it was. It was you could hear it, <laughs> yeah. But I didn't. I knew Austin FC had traveled well, and I knew the Surge and, and the Dynamo group uh, had had you know obviously represented well. I had no clue which one it was. So you know, in in the fact that I didn't have a clue, I don't know if that says more about me not knowing what the hell your songs are, or, you know, along those lines or what. No, not at all. Not at but all. But it came I mean... through. So. If you're if you're watching the game on Apple on on, on uh, you know Apple yeah. Plus the you know the MLS through there, it, it came through. Yeah. It came it came through great. I, I, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. care. For me as a, as a, as a third party to it, I don't care who it is. You hope it's the home team, um, but you know, like I said here, you know, I I couldn't make out whether it was Houston or Austin that was that was uh, signaling, and, and I was going to send a message to you know to somebody in the group here saying who it was, but. It didn't matter who it was because it, 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 it brought <laughs> yeah. it, no, it, was it, good. it brought it, it brought um, it, it brought a great environment to the to the match. Which, you know, let's be honest, for Houston fans, that hasn't happened very much where where there's been that great environment. Yeah, no, it was it was good to see uh, the stadium filled like that and all that. So, no, it, it sounded good. I'm not. I'm I'm just giving Sam a hard time trying to get him going. So. Um, we play Colorado this match. Austin FC hosts Colorado. Colorado, man, not doing very well at all. They're um, they're what three? No, they're oh, 
one and three or however the, they they do it. They're gonna be the wooden spoon winner this year. I don't, it's I don't think possible. There's... Yeah, it's it's possible. <laughs> Number one, they have a shitty owner um, who has money to invest but won't invest it. Number two, um, you know they they've got key injuries, which um, I don't know how they re- I don't know how they how they recover from that personally. Yeah, I mean, we'll start winning some matches, but like, like I said, let me, let me just correct it. They are o one and three, so they've won zero, they've drawn one, and they lost three. So their form is pretty bad. But I mean, Austin, Austin really got no room to talk. You know what I'm saying? Because their last, uh, you know, I guess they're two and two in the league right now. So they're one home, one away. They've won and they've lost one home and lost one away, so it's it's really up in the air. There's no kind of uh, no kind of statistic you can go off of to try to figure out how if Austin FC is going to win this weekend or not. Uh, Colorado could come into Austin and pick up their first game, their first win of the season, and Austin FC so, is going to hit that panic button. I'll tell you what. A little fun history about this matchup. Number one, it's two wins for Austin, two wins for the Colorado, and one draw. And if memory serves me correct, this was the first win in Austin FC uh, history on April 24th in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think it was your boy, uh, Fernandez, right, that scored the first goal. Yeah, uh, for uh, you know, for uh, you know, f- you know, for Austin FC. Um, now Austin F or Colorado <laughs> Rapids did come back to Austin, uh, had a convincing 3 0 win. Um, last year on July 4th, Austin FC went to Colorado 1, but uh, end of the end of the season, they drew 1 1 in Austin. So, technically, in Austin, the Rapids have uh, one win and one draw. So we'll see if that changes this this year here, but I, I fully expect I fully expect Austin Austin better win this match. I'll, I'll just I'll leave it at that. And they have uh, to. We we we've got to play more through the middle, and we've got to push through the middle. Have some play through the middle. I understand Sebastian is going to have to play free, but he's pushing out too wide when he has the ball. There's nobody left picking up his pocket. So uh, that that's just. Uh, Austin FC got to got to win this one. Kip Keller going to get the start. Leo Weissman, he's out. Uh, me and, and they got my to daughter win convincingly too. They got yeah, to yeah, they they do, they do, they do. It can't be with those one zero or you know two zero. Uh, so maybe maybe Yassi will get his first goal against former team. Who knows? But uh, me and me and my daughter, we're, we're going to go to this game. We got uh, some seats for this match, so no supporter section. This match, we're gonna take go chill out, go uh, relax, be tactical. This game, because I gotta see what's going on, man. Gotta see what's going on. I'm gonna analyze this game and have some fun with my with my daughter. So you, know, you uh, can watch the review on MLS Plus too. You know that, right? I'm just the what? You know, tossing that out there. You can watch, watch the what? review and and look at the tactical. You know, on MLS oh, Plus after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on Apple <laughs> after the match. I'm just saying so that we can I enjoy like, it I'm live. I mean live. Come back, watch yeah, it again. I mean live. <laughs> I mean live. I want to be tactical live because in that supporter section it gets crazy. Can't barely watch the game, but yeah, you can't. This it, 
whether you're in San Antonio, and I'm assuming it's the same in, in Dallas, same in Houston, and I know it in Austin. If you're in the supporters group, watching the game is secondary. It's, yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. And I hate saying that, but that's really what it is because you miss so much just because you're, you know, well, you should be active, I guess I should say. There are a few that uh, don't, and, you know, at least here in San Antonio, I know they try to weed them to the out, and, and, I'm, and I have a feeling just on how structured Austin FC is, probably very similar, and, and, and like I said, you know, I'm, I'm hoping the same thing in Houston and Dallas, but, you know, I don't have, the, you know, close relationships with uh, the people in the surge or, uh, what is it, uh, Dallas Beer Gardens, Guardians, I think is their main one. Guardians or something. Or Guardians. Yeah. Something. But... Yeah, so shout out to everybody uh, in Austin. We'll see y'all this weekend. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and get into some some Sam, some Houston Dynamo. Um, we kind of already touched a little bit on their their past their past game that they just had. They played some green team from Texas, but uh, what's up, Sam? In NYC, who yeah, got- San Antonio FC has a bigger banner than New York City does. Whew. All right. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, hey, so but, we're going but they're more recent. They're more recent, so yeah. So we're going against New York City FC. So I think the main question was going into the start of the week was Ivan Franco going to be available? Who's going to be available based on the international duty? We had, of course, Juan Castilla and Xavier Valdez out. They don't normally they're not going to play for us, and it's nothing against them. But um, they're more Dynamo two players right now. They're more pipeline players, like I was talking about earlier. But they're out, and then there were rumors that Sebastian Ferreira was going to get called up, but he ended up not getting called up. But Coco Carasquilla got called up for the friendlies versus uh, Argentina and Costa Rica. He didn't play tonight or make the bench versus Argentina because of a coach's decision. He basically uh, played the B team for their match against Argentina because he felt that the match of matchup in CONCACAF was more important because that's who they're going to be playing for qualifiers. Um, so basically, it sounds like we're going to be without Coco for um, the match. So that raised some questions in the midfield. Coco hasn't played amazing, but I, Coco still is valuable to the midfield. It's still a valuable presence. I know that us, I think it was Bayou City Soccer interviewed Ben Olsen asking asking a question about who could we possibly see take over in that midfield position. And I think he ended up saying we could see August, who's from uh, Creighton. Um, we could even maybe see some Brooklyn Reigns, but most likely Luis Caicedo. And so I was trying to think out what the starting lineup would be. I think it's going to be we start with Clark in the back. I think we go with the same back line. Uh, Escobar is still questionable with lower, lower body um, tightness or something like that. Um, and then lower body extremity, that's what it is. Um, and then the midfield, what I said is we're going to go into with Caicedo and Archer basically uh, staying in the back with Achache coming off his match, good match versus some random green dudes like RB22 said. Uh, uh, I think he's going to take more of an attacking role, I think, with his confidence. And just with him being, like, the leader on the field has been looking like he's – we expect a lot more from him, and we're starting to get in. I think 
or Ben Olsen is going to take advantage of him being on being on the top of his game right now. Um, and then a striker, I think he goes with Bassi again. Um, it sounds like Franco is going to be good, even though he uh, his wife just had a baby. It looks like he'll be good to go. But maybe he doesn't start, but I'll say he starts. And then Sebastian Fedeira gets to start the nine. But um, one of the main things was, I think only one player is missing for New York City FC, but it's Chanet, who's their starting center back. So I was looking into that, and it looks like they're going to have to drop James Sand you know, from center defense mid into center back, and they're going to sub in. I forget his name, but he's going to uh, make a, a form of double pivot, probably with um, – Key and Parks in the back, and I think someone was saying that that was an advantage for the Dynamo, and I think it is because uh, I think it was We Are Austin TV, they described the Dynamo as chaotic in their midfield, and I think that's exactly what it is. It's like, even when there's chaos in the midfield, the Dynamo are able to control the ball that way, and I think it comes back into bringing the pressure, and the Dynamo can take advantage and put pressure onto New York City FC, can probably get a result. Uh, of course, they have Santi, Santi Rodriguez, Gabriel Pereira, Thais Magno. They have a lot of firepower, but one of their things is it's always been one of those uh, teams that they have the ability to do so, but it just sometimes they're not able to pull it, um, pull out the, uh, pull out a win or even pull out some goals. So I think going to the match, I think it's a game you need to win. It'll be It'll be a proof if maybe last match was more just of a home opener, we need to win this game, or if it was actually Ben Olsen's uh, system working. Uh, we'll go into that game. It'll be our second home game, and then we'll go off to – but we're going to go off um, on a away game two two weeks away. So it'll be good for a Dynamo team that hasn't been good away from home and hasn't been away from – and that's been terrible away from home for a couple of years. It'll be important for us to just make sure that we can secure a win at home. It will be a home game for you guys. You playing yeah, San yeah, Jose? I'm saying in the future. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> you're playing Columbus next week. Uh, we don't take Columbus. Forever. What do you call them? Who Columbus? We call them uh, Screw the Crew. <laughs> Why would you screw the crew, bro? What's wrong with them? Like you well, they tried to and they failed. Not us. Not us. But you can't. That, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, well you just, not you just, us. That's a whole. That's a whole separate discussion. I don't want to. I don't want to get into that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that caught me off guard. Is like we don't say. I'm like, well, what do you call them? So um, at home. Since we don't have anybody from FC Dallas, um, no, so we don't play them. Oh, you don't play them? Mm. Oh, I thought I thought he said that you play the crew next week. Uh, but moving on to FC Dallas, uh, they did get a comeback win against uh, Sporting Kansas City. So uh, mm -hmm. my uh, pick of Sporting Kansas City looking good uh, is not looking very good uh, this early in the season. <laughs> they got time to turn it around, but no, uh, Sporting Kansas City can can go. Uh, take a flying leap with uh, them trademarking uh, uh, soccer capital oh. or some bullshit like that. Yes, soccer capital. Um, 
you know, so, you know, uh, are we a PG show or are we a let it, let it hang show? We're uh, whatever you want, however you're feeling. So fuck, fuck Sporting Kansas City, dude. You're pieces of shit. Uh, <laughs> there um, you go, dude. Make a pod, make a podcast. Change, change their name over soccer capital, which nobody thinks of Sporting Kansas City as the soccer capital of America. Nobody, I didn't know that not existed. even Sporting Kansas City fans. So, but that's a separate tangent. But no, FC mm-hmm. Dallas did have a have a good comeback win. Uh, they gave up a goal to Daniel uh, Solio. In the eleventh minute, uh, after halftime, Alan Velasco got a goal uh, with an assist by uh, Sebastian Legette in the fifty-fifth. Um, Kansas City missed a PK uh, that was saved in the sixty-second minute, and then Jesus Ferreira got a goal in the eighty-fourth minute to ice it. Uh, Sebastian Agabaga came on uh, for uh, former San Antonio FC and USL Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, so, congrats to Sebastian Seba. Um, you know, just uh, and prior to that, I'm just trying to see here for FC Dallas because it's been a, a minute. They did draw Vancouver on the road, um, which is a little disappointing, uh, I think, overall. But uh, so far on the season, I think they're, what, fourth in the West here? At two wins, one yeah. draw, one loss. Austin FC, you got to go down to sixth. Six. Uh, you know, two, it's two not two. like you got to go far or something like that. You gotta be all over exaggerated, like chill out. Um, and in the playoffs, Houston Dynamo, uh, one at three points, one win, two losses. So, um, you know, when Austin, when, when the Dynamo get the, the win this week against NYCFC and Austin FC chokes it against uh, Colorado, uh, they'll be tied on level, level on points, or actually, no, they'll be one point behind. So, it's wishful uh, thinking. Boy. <laughs> Wishful thinking. Hey, but we got to talk existence. about first place. Huh? We got to talk about first place. First time ever. Dude, the powerhouse. Has started. Yeah, first time ever a team has started uh, winning their first games. Their first four games. First so, four. St. Louis FC. And, and yeah. St. Louis I know City. they had – or St. Louis Soccer City, Club. Uh, sorry. USL. Sorry, my bad. Uh, uh, yeah. I get, yeah, I'm gonna get gonna get it. Uh, they're gonna come after me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, fire. you. <laughs> uh, they defeated uh, San Jose 3-0. Went to Portland, beat them 2-1. Beat Charlotte 3-1, uh, and of course uh, they took care of Austin FC opening week 3-2. Um, that we, that loss isn't looking as bad as it as it was. Um, I've watched a lot of the St. Louis City, and, and I know you saw them the first match. They have a clear identity for which, for an expansion team, is a huge, huge, huge advantage. And one of the things that I think that went under the radar is they had a core of their team last year for the MLS two uh, and, and MLS Next Pro. So they were signing players in. So mm-hmm. even even though they're a expansion team, a lot of these players have played together already under the same system. And 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 to me, that's a big advantage now. Do I think you know they're going to go undefeated? No, um, obviously. Do I think that they're a possible playoff team? I think they're kind of in that dis- they're kind of in that discussion at this point. Um, but they're going to have you know just like with any expansion team, they're going to have some ups, they're going to have some downs. But you know, if, if you're a fan or if you get the opportunity to go to St. Louis, um, just like with Q2 uh, and Austin FC, from my understanding, it's a hell of an environment. 
I know the Luligans, uh, you know, do a great, a great, uh, great job. Um, and if you follow, uh, follow Flyover Footy, you know, for their podcast or This Is Silly, which is a podcast uh, for them, uh, they, they do a great job. And then um, the podcast I had to change, uh, I forget what their name was, uh, but, um, you know, like I said, if, you, if anybody can give them a follow just to kind of support them as best as we can. But no, it's St. Louis F- or St. Louis City. Um, they'll always be St. Louis FC to me. St. Louis City. Um, they're doing what Austin couldn't do the first year. Okay. Anything else you want to add to that? Or, I mean, no, I'm just because uh, Austin FC's first year, they struggled at the start, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but we're not talking about Austin right now. We're talking about St. Louis City. Well, we always <laughs> talk about Austin or Dallas. Or <laughs> yeah. I mean, you will, this is Texas Ring of Fire. To. Yeah, I mean, obviously you got to. So you, you got to bring it back to one it. of them. You're the last expansion team. <laughs> Houston right. was never an expansion team because they're a relocation team. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Sam. He fell asleep already. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> but yeah, so but I, I, did, I didn't go as far as to say your rings to... belong to California. I didn't go that far. I know there are people that do. But uh, I'm not that person that says that because I do think that uh, that was what the Chang years, right? If memory serves me correct, uh, and he was he was a hell of a player. Yeah. So um, I lost my concentration. Thought with that one right there. Talking about Dynamo, that does it for you, right? Yeah. No, St. Louis City, St. Louis. City. Oh yeah, we're gonna try and go over there in August. We play them in August. Oh yeah. So. That it's not a bad drive. Yeah, it'll probably drive. It's not a bad there. drive. Yeah, it'll probably drive. Whenever if Kip gets the ball, call for it. Yeah, okay. You get a free ball. It's probably not gonna happen again, but who knows? It it's the MLS. All right, Harry. Break us down and bring us into your world a little bit. What's going on? You guys getting ties against Loudon? Come on, man. We drew against Loudon now. We could have used your son on the bench. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, we had three academy players. San Antonio Lone Star. Shout out Lone Star. <laughs> we only have 17, 18 players, uh, full-time player, uh, players at this point. So San Antonio FC typically runs short at the start of the season and then fills gaps and brings in players uh, as the season progresses. Um, unfortunately, injuries have took uh, effect. Um, we had two players out. Uh, two starters out for personal reasons. We found out that uh, their significant other had had children. So, congratulations to them. And, and like I said, uh, uh, you know, awesome as a father that you're taking time to uh, spend with the family. I, I don't think anybody w- would disagree with you on that, or disagree with that decision. Um, so, a little bit thin. Loudoun United is a new t- uh, a new team that was formerly uh, DC United's MLS two uh, team. But uh, due to their stadium agreement, could not drop to MLS Next Pro. So uh, DC United sold it to, you know, it's a, a minor league ownership group in the area. So uh, they're going to be interesting going forward. Um, they're a young team. They're, I think they're better than what people thought. But yeah, from a San Antonio FC fan, uh, coming back, it, it's probably a little disappointing uh, for it here, but then if you look at the injury aspect, you know, we were out six, um, we lost PC, you know, 10 minutes into the match. Uh, they brought on Abu, who's just coming back from injury, 
and they're trying to phase them in slowly and obviously putting them in for 80 minutes. Uh, just, you know, it was, it was a way match. It's early. Um, I thought they were going to lose personally, just kind of how the game went after PC went out. But, you know, they got the they got a point on the road, which, you know, during the season, if you win three at home, get three at home, you earn one on the road. Typically, you're going to be very successful uh, for that here. So they play home Saturday against Colorado Springs, uh, dollar beer night. So uh, if you've got a designated driver, um, you know, or, or you dropped off or what? Uh, no, I got kids. <laughs> you got, you got uh, uh, eight, what's his, what's your son's name again? Uh, AJ. He, he can drive or no? Not yet. He, that's next year. Um, it'll be 15 this year. Uh, so I'm one year away from that. Um, RGV though, on the other hand, uh, didn't they get an L2? They, they did not. They got a draw. Now they should have had an L. Uh, cause the guy hit the crossbar right at the death, but they drew Oakland, uh, one Oh, so, um, RGV, uh, is, uh, um, two draws. Um, so they drew seventh, seventh on the table right now. They drew Vegas one, one, and they drew, um, uh, Oakland roots one, one, um, hell of a goal, uh, for, you know, for the goal, um, uh, by RGV, I forget by who, who did it. Uh, but they play tomorrow night. So um, if uh, you don't have plans, uh, if you still have your ESPN Plus subscription, which you should have just because it's a great, uh, great subscription for all sports uh, for that here. They are playing Monterey Bay uh, for their Jonathan here. Rickett scored the goal. Yeah. So now <clears throat> the team that we have to talk about, uh, El Paso. They are 0-3. Uh, they traveled to Louisville mm-hmm. City, who was in the finals last year against San Antonio, uh, who are 2-0 with two away wins uh, at Orange County and at uh, Monterey Bay. So they did the California trip out to them. Uh, so, like I said, to me, they are – that's a tough match. Um, they play Union Omaha and Open Cup. So um, for El Paso – it's 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 a rough start uh along those lines to uh to, to and the all season. home games too all home games yeah they had three and 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 uh in a um uh three in a row um new coach they're trying to transition things i think if you look at their lineup from last year to, to this year it's better but it's a new coach, new system uh, along those lines that, that they're just trying to go through. So um, I, me personally, I wasn't high on El Paso going in. Um, I just don't think that they have the right uh, roster at this point But uh, for there. But uh, to me, the interesting thing, you know, obviously a rematch of the Western Conference Finals, uh, San Antonio, Colorado FC. Uh, Lamar Batista, who is on a 25-day contract, we're going to see if San Antonio FC uh, extends him. Um, in that 25 days, he's had uh, the been on the USL Team of the Week twice. I think this one was a reserve. Um, if you follow Football Americas, his first week, he had the first goal on a bike off of a corner, and then a shot for midfield. Um, uh, you know, in the second half. Uh, for that here, which was their number nine goal of the weekend uh, from Football America. So uh, for a guy on a 25-day contract uh, that came from Rochester, uh, MLS Next Pro team that folded, 
uh, pretty good result. And uh, if you have Florida Atlantic in uh, NCAA basketball upsetting Tennessee, congratulations. Uh, they're about 4.8 seconds away from uh, going to the Elite Eight uh, for a Conference USA team. Um, and if you play basketball um, and you have eligibility, uh, UTSA is looking for people. Um, you know, check this out. There's what 15 people typically on a basketball team, right? The and UTSA basketball sucks. Their coach, there's a lot of questions with the coach. So far, they've got four players left out of those 15. How? Everybody else has went into the transfer window or you know graduated along wow. those lines. So if if you've got eligibility, um, UTSA just down the road, you know I'm sure TSA. they can take, take you here. <laughs> just just helping out here, anything I can. Harry, you gonna Although, go try out or what? No, dude. <laughs> I wrestle. I wrestled in in high school. My 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 you know my my leaping ability is about this tall, and even on the <laughs> playground, you know you know I got more shots rejected back in my face than. <laughs> so, Come on yeah. now. All right, so uh, hey, so, I was more of a hugger. We'll, 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 we'll just say, you know, as far as those terms. There you go. There you go. There you go. How'd you do in basketball? So, I bet you're probably pretty good, right? You got you got some wheels. I wasn't bad. Yeah, I, I was. I, I played everything though. Played like baseball, basketball. Uh, I tried football. They had me on the line as a linesman, so I didn't like that. I liked catching the ball or throwing the ball. I was chubby kid, so they were like. Back of the line, Chubster. But um, Club de Lyon FC, who, where is that? Because he has open uh, cup game. It's a nice, new NISA team out of the Orlando Kissimmee area. Um, okay. Originally, the game was supposed to be played over there uh, in Orlando. Um, somehow it got changed, uh, you know, either due to filled field dynamics or money exchange hands or something along those lines, you know, who knows, but uh, it's now being hosted at San Antonio, uh, April 4th. Uh, so they're only opening up one side of the stadium for that. Um, nice. With the opportunity to move on and most likely face an MLS two or MLS team, which would probably be Houston or Dallas, most likely depending on who wins. Cause Austin doesn't come in until round four. Yeah, because uh, we're too good. Well, last year you were too good. This year, to be done for discussion. <laughs> hey, hey, it's probably better for us. It probably looks better for us because we make it farther now. <laughs> you know, I will say, I will say this. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. So, uh, his phone ran out of, out of uh, out of uh, battery here. Hold on one second here. For <laughs> Okay, I see. Uh, he's probably not going to come back. Oh, he asked for a link, so I'm sending it to him again. Okay, uh, for that okay. here. But uh, if he hops on, he hops on. But uh, to me, I don't. I know this is going to sound kind of silly. I don't want Austin FC unless it's later, just for the fact that number one, I want to be able to say, hey, we still hold it, because we know. We know the next time San Antonio and Austin plays, Coach Wolf better be putting out its A plus lineup, right? Mm-hmm. Or do you disagree with that? 
No, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, any... Well, you any... were kind of hesitant, so I was like, well, I'm just at, kind of getting for clarification here. Cause... No, I, yeah, I said, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's a pretty damn obvious question. <laughs> well, it's not with how he, with how he does it. <laughs> okay, well, no, yeah, no, I, I want to be lineup. I want to be lineup. Like, yes, I fucking expect uh, a lineup. Like, we have to put our best players on the field. You know, this this isn't... Why if it's against soccer. San Antonio, I, I think I think if you play RGV or um, you can't El Paso, anymore, you can't anymore. Harry. You don't think so? You can't no more. He lost that ability. He lost that option. Now. Oh wow! So he's lost it all together. Wow. I think I think at this point, it don't matter who. I don't care if we're playing the Taylor Ducks from Taylor Height from you know, <laughs> like we have got to play Drewsy and, and put ten on these boys, <laughs> but. Yeah, uh, nah. Well, that's all I got tonight, brother. I mean, you got anything else? No, just just if you get an opportunity. Uh, I know we started this show with uh, high school. Um, if you get an opportunity, to go out. Whether it's you know go go support Taylor uh, High School or you know support any any of the uh, high school kids. Uh, I know tonight uh, Lake Travis and uh, Austin uh, Vandergift, Round Rock, and and. Uh, uh, Del Valle, uh, I think is how, is how it's pronounced. I know it's, you guys pronounce it a little bit different. Um, but there's a lot of high school action going on um, in and around the San Antonio, Austin, Houston, Dallas area. Uh, go out and support the kids. Uh, like I said, they are our future. Um, you'll see some good soccer. Now, you may see some ugly soccer as well as far as from mismatches in the early rounds. Uh, but um, And just to kind of plug, uh, if, you, if you do have the opportunity, go on to you know, SA Soccer. Uh, round table on the YouTube and, and, and watch the shows. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I will say the 4A girls, there were some audio difficulties, uh, but all the others uh, had, you know, you know, went Hey, that's iconic and... here. It's all right here. <laughs> it's welcome here. <laughs> well, well, uh, Coach Kano uh, from the 50, he has a, a more professional setup, we'll say. So he had I had to take the you know behind the scenes there's an echo thing that kind of prevents you know the, the sounds from you know from echoing. I had to take that off, but on his because he has the slide bars and he can adjust the volumes and and stuff, uh, you know through through his mixer. Uh, I think that's what it's called, you know, for that here. But uh, to me, it was it was just like we're like sometimes volume was great, sometimes people would be like, no, it's missing. The sucky thing about it is, you know, when we were looking at it, we had over a thousand views for the 4A show and then for the, you know, when we started up the next one there, uh, you know, for the 4A boys, it dropped to, you know, you know about 400. And then part of that had to do with, with the, the, the audio the audio technical difficulties, which mm -hmm. we, we've seen that here. It sucks, but yeah, you know, and, and it will be on podcast form as well. So, you know, Spotify, Apple, just like uh, our show here, Texas ring of fire is, but, um, you know, you know, you know, obviously I want to plug my show here. Just, you know, yeah, just definitely you know, all the effort that we, that, that went Hell into yeah. it. Six um, hours, dude, six hours. These guys more to high school more than that because of the prep and all that. So y'all go more check important out that, that is, show. More important, you know, if you get an opportunity, go out and support the kids, um, you know, support local. Um, I know you got a big match. Well, we'll hear before we get out of here. Do you want to touch base on, uh, Austin FC two. I know we briefly talked about the match. I think tickets are five. Oh, ten, no. bucks. I, ten, ten bucks. Ten bucks. Yeah, with uh, fees. It's at the practice so, facility, right? It's at the Parma Field. It's by at the pitch. You know, uh, they're supposed to have a little tailgate tomorrow. We do host 
Houston Dynados tomorrow for our first inaugural game. A lot of uh, new signings supposed to be playing tomorrow, like Valentin Noel, and we'll see some Mazafero and maybe even some CJ Fodre. We interviewed him a couple weeks back, so he's mm-hmm. probably going to be signing there too. So you guys pull up. It's 8, 8 p.m. Me and Russell, me and my son will be there. So, Your thoughts on, on the turnout? Because this was a discussion on it. Do you think that they the tickets, to me, if you're doing a two-team, if you're a season ticket holder for the, the senior team, you should be able to get into Austin FC two. Yeah. Um, now you may have to reserve it. So there may be a limited number saying, Hey, 500 and then 500 sold to the public for that here. But I think if you're paying what, five, $600 a seat, well, you gotta, and, you gotta it think that it's, it's nowhere near that big. Palmer field is nowhere near that big. It's a thousand. It seats a thousand. Oh, that's questionable. Well, that's what it says. It seats. Really? A thousand. Palmer because that's at the training facility, right? A thousand, yeah. Okay, a thousand, yeah. Okay, I, I for some reason I see ten thousand. A thousand, oh. yeah. A thousand, no, yeah. A thousand, yeah. But if, a thousand, you, if, yeah. if you said five hundred for yeah. season ticket season members, ticket holders, yeah. You know, and it's a first come first serve. So if if you if if you get in line or, you know, however that they decide to do it, if yeah. if you express interest. Uh, to be able to do it. And then the second, you know, the second half could be sold to the public, you know, $5 or whatever, uh, you know, for that here, um, you know, along those lines, Sam, welcome back here. Uh, we're, we're talking we're MLS talking next pro tomorrow. here uh, you know, for that here. Do you know how the dynamo two do, does it with, uh, with the uh, dino dose? Did we, is Sam back or no? Uh, he may not be back. So yeah, let me, let me do that here. But your thought, your thoughts on uh, the Austin FC, uh, you know, two and, and kind of what what that'll mean for, uh, you know, for uh, you know, for Austin FC. Yeah, no, I, I it's a good idea. Uh, I, but it's all a money grab, bro. I mean, I don't, no, I don't uh, see it happening. I don't see it happening. MLS. It would be, it would be super nice. It'd be awesome. I, and you will be able to watch this match on MLS uh, app or season pass tomorrow. They are going to stream this one tomorrow. So that'd be pretty cool. Especially when you can't make them to, you know, make it to the games all the time. You can at least just pop on there and see how the boys are doing for any, for any club for that matter. You know, whether you go for uh, FC Dallas or Houston Dynamo. What's up, Sam? You are you there? back, Sam? Maybe. So bit. it looks like for Dynamo Do- uh, Dynamo Dose, they've got supporters for can around. You hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. So they're selling tickets. What were you guessing? Uh, for seven dollars in kind of the in section, you know what they call the uh, supporter section on the. Uh, you know, on, on the sides with the exception in the middle, it's ten dollars uh, plus fee, and then if you get in the prime seating area, right in the middle of the pitch, it's fifteen. So they have a tiered, 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 uh, tiered, uh, tiered, uh, tiered seat. Yeah, but fifteen bucks yeah, well. for that's a lot. <laughs> I think it's uh, free for season ticket members. Oh, 
There we go, though. See? See, so maybe in the near future, guys, for Austin FC, we can do something like that for us. But as of now, $10. Go get go get your tickets on SeatGeek. We'll see y'all tomorrow, possibly out there. If not, we'll see y'all Saturday at Q2. Sam, uh, you going to the – what is it home game for y'all? Yeah, right? You going to the yeah, match this weekend? Uh, it's 50-50. I may go. I may not. I don't know yet. And then Harry will be in San Antonio. So if you guys see us out at the games, you know, holla at us. Say hi. Um, we appreciate everyone listening, giving us your time. And we know that there's so many podcasts that you could choose to listen out there, but you're listening to ours. So we appreciate it. Um, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow Sam. Follow Harry. Follow me. Come banter with us. We we do it all day. We, you know we don't back down from it, and we know that it's all fun and games. So at the end of the day, it's nothing personal. Um, rate, review us, subscribe. We are on YouTube now. We go live. So if you want to watch us live, come comment. You know, put the banter in the comments. Harry will post it for us. You know that's that's our producer with the with the uh, jokes right there. So he goes on there and he comments by himself, makes himself laugh. It's pretty funny. RB, why so sad? Hey, I was, you, you know, it's been tough. It's been tough, y'all. It's been tough couple, tough last week. So we need, man, Saturday, man, next show could be either like, like just where RB is just session. like, yeah. Do we need to, you know do we saying? need to light a candle for you, my friend? Yeah, we need to, yes, we need La Virgen. La Virgen, everyone, Persinasen. Y'all, y'all say a prayer, you know what I'm saying? Nah, but shout out to everybody. We appreciate it. Um, we'll see y'all next week. I'm your host, RB22. That's Harry out of San Antonio. Harry in San Antonio and Sam behind the uh, the behind Invisible. the mask in Houston. Invisible. Yes, sir. Like the Dynamo fans. Oh, we opened and ended the show with that. Oh. Nah, this... <laughs> All right, man. Goodbye. We'll see y'all next week. Stay better than my friends. Oh. Peace. Nah. Say, whoa. Oh, yeah, I guess it's on me.